You never told me you spoke my language, Dr. Jones. Live from here with Jen, finally. Say hi. <laughs> Hello, Nihama. And、uh, this episode is about China, the third installment in Around the World Week. Are you excited, Jen? No. No? Why not? <laughs> you get to showcase your Chinese skills. I'm pretty thrilled. You know, I have a lot to say about China. It's been an awesome experience. And... How about this? Let's make a rule from the beginning. Everything you say about China has to be spoken in Chinese. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> So,、uh, where is China exactly? For those of our listeners who don't know where China is, you can laugh on the show. It's better when you laugh out loud. Would you like to just tell us a little bit about yourself or your recent trip to China? It's located in Yaozhou. Yaozhou. So, tell us about how you were able to go to China. Well, first of all, I'm taking Mandarin because for my career, I'm majoring in translating and I want to be a court interpreter. And I was always interested in languages, especially Mandarin, so I'm doing that on the side for my own enjoyment. At Miami Dade, I'm taking Mandarin currently, and through that class, my teacher was telling us about a summer camp that you can get a scholarship for and visit China. But we have to take a SHK test first,、mm-hmm. so I took the exam and I passed it. What does SHK I, stand for? HSK is HSK. It's for Chinese proficiency level test. Okay, so what you score? It's numerical, but、you、it averages out、Chinese. to be in Chinese. Do you know your numbers yet? Yeah, I do know my numbers. <laughs> That's the first thing everyone learns in Spanish. Arshasan. Arshasan? That doesn't sound half bad. <laughs> That sounds a lot better in Chinese, I feel, than in English. It, it is better in Chinese. Everything's better in Chinese. So, how long were you in China? I was in China for a month. A month. And in a month, how many parts did you visit? Where did you go? In China, I mostly stayed in Beijing. And I visited many provinces within Beijing because Beijing's huge. It's ridiculous. I love how you started with the Chinese pronunciation and ended with the English pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like switching around. The only bad thing is every, every place it took, it took three hours traveling distance、yeah. to different parts in Beijing. It's that big. I heard people yesterday complaining about overpopulation in Miami. They don't know what overpopulation is until you go to China. Alright, you step out the door and. You already have somebody else's shoulder on your shoulder rubbing against you, and you're supposed to just take that like that's okay, you know? <laughs> how, how is personal space over there? Do people get offended? Oh,、uh, per- per- personal space doesn't exist. No? No. It <laughs> sounds fun. It's all about survival where the people just push each other and just, you know. So I saw, I mean, we'll talk about where you went later, but did you go to any markets? Actually, I went to the Pearl Market. It's actually a very famous market in Beijing where they sell fakes of everything. Oh, I won't、right. lie, I got some f- Beats speakers. They're actually pretty good. I'm gonna have to edit that out. Really? Why? Because,、uh, advertising? No, not because advertising, because it's illegal and I don't want you to go to jail. How is that illegal? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. I just came from work.、So. That's fine, that's fine. I always see those pictures of like,、um, you ever watch Anthony Bourdain or those people that travel and they eat in other places? The meat markets where everything's just exposed and non refrigerated? Oh, yeah, the meat markets are pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they sell bats and stuff because I saw some. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> What was the weirdest thing you ate over there? I actually had scorpion. I like that. I actually ate a lot of clam. That's right. I'm going to stop saying that's right. I'm going to pretend like we talked about this for the first time right now. Tell us. Obviously, you know some of the language. Just... I had some shit. <laughs> shit. shit? No, that's shit. Shit. That's scorpion in Chinese. Oh, okay. Tell, tell me more things in Chinese. Well, 
som la shirhu som shihen hawa shanman tamen ba wohen wo. Nice. Now just give us a break it down for you. Break it down, Ayo. Break it down. <laughs> break it down. But I basically just told you I went to study Chinese in Beijing and different parts that I went to in Beijing. I heard Beijing. And I Beijing. heard. Chongchong Sun is actually a great wall yeah. in Mandarin. Uh-huh. Ihuyuan is the summer palace. Uh, Tianyi is also another famous market where they yeah. sell various yeah. things that aren't illegal. That aren't illegal. <laughs> well, it depends which yeah. part. Which part of the market you, you know. go to? Yeah. Okay. If you slip in like a American door. dollar, you know, they they'll hook you up. They'll hook you up. Anyways. <laughs> so tell us about the Great Wall. The Great Wall is something, an experience. I believe everyone needs to have it in their life at least once. It was beautiful. Did you get to walk it or what?、Did、no, I walked、see? it. That's awesome. I walked to the eighth tower, which probably took two hours. How how long is the walk? It I know it takes a week to travel on foot. It's twenty one thousand one hundred ninety six kilometers, which is over here roughly thirteen thousand one hundred seventy miles. Wow, I did not know it was that long. Uh, if anyone plans on going, I recommend going during the week. I went on the weekend, which was full. <laughs> so every time you reached a certain tower, we had to wait ten minutes to keep walking because everyone would just stop because there's that many people. Oh, you were、like、yeah taking turns walking the wall, but yeah. And then you also went to Tiananmen Square. Tiananmen Square. And then what was that like? Nothing great about it. <laughs> what about the Forbidden City? The Forbidden City is beautiful.、Mm-hmm. The、uh, the south part of the Forbidden City is just many courtyards because back in that time they determine an emperor's standing or his power by how many courtyards he's had. Okay. So when you're walking the south, it's just many courtyards. It's just a repetition. So it's still beautiful, but you get bored of it pretty quick. Did you expect it next time? Oh, another courtyard! <laughs> I was like, "Wow, I'm not surprised." <laughs> But and then the north is very interesting. That's where it holds most of the history, and it has it has collections and pieces of treasures from the emperor, and it's beautiful. And the garden, wow, everything has been kept. Any in... treasure? Any treasure? No, none of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> they have chests full of jewels and gold. I was, I won't lie, I was actually pretty cranky because it was so hot that day. Oh, okay. In China, it's hotter than Miami. How is it geographically? It's well, I mean, I guess it's a pretty big fucking country. So, what was your favorite landmark? The one that you remember the most? Honestly, my favorite landmark that I can vividly see in my head and talk about it a lot is the Great Wall.、Mm-hmm. I've always loved nature and being outside. So when you actually step, once you start walking the Great Wall and you just look at the view around you, you honestly forget about everything. Do you remember Mulan? Mulan, yeah. Is is the Great Wall a lot like that? They have those braziers, brazers. The ones I actually saw Shushu. Mushu. 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 Where? He was like chilling on the top of the Great Wall. Awesome. Okay. Did you get his autograph? Did he sound like Eddie Murphy in real life? Actually, yeah. That's kind of scary. Now the question that everyone wants to know is: Are the ceilings and the doors really shorter than here in the U.S.? No, it's the same. Everything is the same height. Everything is the same height. The only difference is. When you walk into somebody's house, you have to take off your shoes,、mm-hmm. and everything over there. You, most houses, they believe in feng shui and keeping everything compact. It, it's not like over here where we just have a bunch of useless crap. They actually over there have what you need, essentials.、Okay. They're very simple people. And do you know about that feng shui? Because、uh, I know it's supposed to be about the way the energy flows in the room or something. Yeah, feng shui is the way you put certain furniture around your room to let the most positive energy flow. You, did you learn anything about how to arrange a room? Oh,、well, my family didn't really talk to me about things. Yeah, when you were taken in China. Yeah. About the program that you went with, 
Tell me about it. I went with BICC. They're not really a part of Dade, but Dade works with BICC. Okay. Anybody who is at Dade right now, I highly recommend to take level one Chinese. It's not that difficult. And you'll have a chance to go with this program. BICC stands for Beijing International Chinese College. And they offer to students who take the HSK. You can take either level one, two, three, or four. They offer you scholarships to study in China, and they pay for your housing, they pay for everything. Even the summer camp, everything was paid for. The only thing you had to pay for was your plane ticket. Nice. The moment you got there, they took care of you. You lived in uh, a dorm. Everything paid for. So, but didn't you say you lived with the family? No, I visited the family. Oh, you visited the family. family. Okay. Yeah. And did you know the people you were traveling with? No, completely mm-hmm. random. Everyone. There were some people from Dave from Wolfson, but I didn't know them. Making all new friends. I actually still talk to them. I have I made a friend from India, from Mumbai. I made another friend from England, and the other two actually went to Dade and Wolfson. So which country are you going to next? Actually, I actually plan on going to South Africa next summer to volunteer taking care of lions. Yeah. And hopefully go to Shanghai after when I come back. That's awesome. But the thing I heard about those lions is you have to pay to volunteer to, to take care of them. Don't you? I'm, I mean, you're volunteering. What you shouldn't have to pay. It's free work. But that's just the way it is. How it is. Speaking of, lions, I think the experience will be worth it. Yeah, of course. You get to play with lions. And speaking of that, how was the food? The food in China? Yeah. And how cheap? Means very delicious. And then, uh, how would you compare it to? Say Panda Expresses, which is that what my parents are getting for dinner exist. tonight. That doesn't exist in China. Most of the Chinese food here in America, believe it or not, is actually made up. They just do it so people are like, oh my god, I'm eating Chinese food. But everything here, for the most part, is Americanized. So like egg fuyong. Egg fuyong doesn't exist in China at all. They looked at me like, what are you asking? <laughs> That's 100% American made. Could you read a Chinese menu? Chinese menu, yes. How about this? I have a Chinese menu right here. How about you read it real quick? Just read. What's the first thing it says here on the menu? Jiaozi. Translates to I don't know. I don't dumplings. know what the menu is. Dumplings. Okay. Jiro jiaozi, chicken dumplings. You're getting pretty good. I didn't Baozi, think you knew this much Chinese. Baozi is a bigger form of a dumpling. It's like a dumpling it? pie. Bowser. Bowser. Isn't that from Mario? No, <laughs> not Bowser. Bowser. Oh, Bowser. Wow. Tianpi. That's another really famous dish in China. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's their version of a crepe, and it has seaweed in, inside. It has sesame seeds and it has egg. It's delicious. Have you ever tried those uh, seaweed? It's just like thin seaweed paper, but they're little small squares. You eat them like chips, I guess. I saw them at the Chinese market in my campus, but I did. I never bought them. They're just like dried seaweed? Yeah, dried seaweed is actually really good. It wasn't to my taste. I mean, I could see why some people might like it. And it was good at first, but the aftertaste feels different. Depends on which ones you eat. Uh, it was probably some like it was some American brand Kirkland or something. Oh, that's why it's American. But but my Chinese mm. coworker brought it to me. He we actually asked him one time because I have a guy at work. His name's Matt, and he's like this white New Yorker. But he asked the Chinese guy Chen, "Hey Chen, you know how to throw a, a Chinese star? Like, What's that, man?" And I told him, "Matt, you know that's a ninja star. Ninjas are Japanese." <laughs> Japanese. Then what about like samurais and shit? And I'm like, that's Japanese too. Then what do the Chinese have? And Chen goes, Kung Fu, man. Kung Fu, man. <laughs> that's actually funny. When I was leaving to China, I told because my best friend, their family is like my second family. Mm-hmm. So I finally saw the sister of my best friend. I haven't seen her in forever because she's always working. And I told her I was going to China. She's like, Oh my God, Salam Konnichiwa. I was like, oh, That's <laughs> Japanese, but <laughs> thank you. Salam ni hao Kailan. 
But what's your favorite kung fu film? My favorite kung fu film. You can't think of any off the top of your head? I watched one yesterday on Netflix. I think it was just called Kung Fu Generation. Kung Fu Hustle? Kung Fu Hustle, wow. Kung that Fu. one was a... Uh, it's a comedy. Hey, Kung Fu Hustle. I actually love that movie. It's so ridiculously stupid, but I love it. I'm trying to think of my favorite one was those guys that played the mandolin. Or, or I don't know what that instrument was, but they sat and they had those really long nails. And they played that guitar-like oh, instrument. Yeah. And it threw swords and shit and cut everything up. Are you, you're talking about the chung? The chung? Chung. That's the one where you play with the fingers. You have it on the board. Um, I, was, I don't really know how to explain that well right now. But that's fine. It's amazing. The family I went to, the girl was um, sure She was 10 years old. Shirban. And already at 10, she's a prodigy. Already she played Playing that it. instrument? Yeah, drum. perfect. Perfect. Wow. I was impressed. I was like, wow. I can't even pour the right amount of milk in my cereal in the morning, <laughs> and this girl can play. <laughs> Let me tell you the secret. You put in the cereal before you put in the milk. But then it gets soggy. I don't like soggy cereal. <laughs> you keep your milk and your cereal separate? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I put drops of milk because. <laughs> you want a dropper to put milk? Not in? a dropper. I just I pour a very little bit of milk. I don't like soggy cereal. I won't eat it. It's a, it's a weird texture. I'll eat it. Certain cereals are okay, sorry. No. No, no. none? None. <laughs> Alright, off of cereal, back to Kung Fu. I actually learned how to do calligraphy over there. It is. But it's Mandarin. What you're writing is in Mandarin, right? I mean, it's Chinese characters. You're not. when Mandarin is the dialect they speak over there. I, I thought it was different characters, too. No. For Vi, it's pretty much the same character, maybe some differentiations, but Mandarin's the spoken dialect. Okay. For. The characters that's universal in China. Cause I know they have like, cause they call Cantonese traditional and Mandarin simplified. So I thought that the, the writing Can, was different. Cantonese Chinese traditional simplified is because now they're not. They've taken a lot of characters to make it simpler for the Chinese because they have so many characters mm -hmm. since they first discovered characters, which was on Chinese orca bones and orca bones like they they carved it in the first form of Chinese characters that were discovered they were actually found on pieces of shoulder of cow mm -hmm. they would write characters and it was discovered and that's how they continued with the Chinese characters but yeah they're changing the way because they have so many characters for everything they finally realized they don't need a character for every single thing they're yeah. simplifying it so probably Cantonese they probably have the traditional all of the characters okay but i know mandarin they've cut out omitted many have you ever seen ip man ip man yeah ip ip oh they're talking about man no i know every Ip-Man, time i say no. it, people get confused ip man is a movie um he was the trainer for bruce lee and i forgot the style of fighting and since this is pre-recorded i'm gonna look it up right now wing chun is the name of the fighting style before him everyone regarded it as like girls fighting then he came along and he was one of the best martial artists at the time and it was during when did japan invade china was that world war one or two two right it was two. world war two uh which japan by the way china. the chinese hate japanese so oh i know that's why i never <laughs> say you go to china <laughs> yeah. one of my friends was asking where's sushi i want to go to japan i want sushi and <laughs> the lady looked at her like uh. <laughs> i would have to hate putting up with foreigners that don't speak my language and offend my customs. Add Cheers. me on Snapchat. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Put it out there. No, you can edit that out. But actually in China I learned Tai Chi. We had a Tai Chi class. But that's not a martial art, right? That's just for meditation? That's uh, it's meditation, but it has some 
it incorporates some pieces for martial art, but it's mostly for meditation, yes. Yeah, you don't use it for fighting. My step-grandma does that. She goes, does it at Dayland Mall. And they do that at Dayland? Yeah, but it's all for like 65 plus, and they all stand at Dayland at like 6 in the morning before it even opens. Oh, it's beautiful, Dayland. Do Chinese. I don't know if you've, tai been, <laughs> tai chi. if you've been to the, part, the high-rises in front of Dayland, if you go all the way to like the 21st floor higher, you have a beautiful view that looks over, looks Campbell, and it's just amazing. Those apartments are really nice. They're really expensive too. I, yeah, I feel like a lot of them are empty. They um, are, because my sister used to live there and I used to go there. They're empty. <laughs> I feel like if they would just lower On her out. floor, she probably had like five neighbors and that's it out of the whole. Shit, I'd get an apartment there if they'd lower the rent. Right next to Publix and Dayland Mall. So, I ran out of questions already though. So you gotta tell me what an experience that you had in China. An experience I had in China, I actually got lost with my classmate and it was probably the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Because Just one other classmate? Yeah, one other classmate because I had to go exchange more money currently. And the, when I went to go convert my money, it was a long line. And when we got out, I couldn't find my, class, my other classmates that we went with. And I don't have the Chinese SIM card. I didn't want to waste money on that because I had WeChat. And WeChat is what they use to communicate. It's free. Mm-hmm. They use in the internet. Yeah. My WeChat wasn't working. We were in Wafuting. Wafuting is a major market and shopping area in China. So it's always packed no matter what time of day you're going. Me and my classmate were freaking out. There, I, I didn't see any foreigners, just a bunch of Chinese people mm-hmm. everywhere, just packed super packed like if it was christmas everyone was christmas shopping it was and me we were both freaking out and we couldn't find anybody for at least a good 20 minutes yeah so we were walking around fat wafujin freaking out like wow we're not gonna go back to campus you didn't know how to find your way back no because the ta- and i didn't want to take a taxi because actually the taxis in china are not reliable after six six in the afternoon that's when you get like the shady taxis it's not recommended you take a taxi in china after six after six, you're probably gonna end up in a hostel or a brothel. That's you know, stupid. yeah. Avoid taxis. Yep. Why don't you get an Uber? <laughs> Uber doesn't exist in China. Shit. So we you pretty much freaked back? out for a while, and I forgot some of my Chinese over there. So I was trying to remember how to ask. You know, where's this district? Where do I go? And I left my ID card. You know, coincidentally. It's just like a, a what's that? Called? Just like a plethora of all the elements that yeah. come together. So imagine you're in a, on the other side of the world, you're lost, and you only have one other person who's just as lost as you are. Hey, two's better than one. It wasn't, until, it wasn't until we got to a McDonald's a few streets from mm-hmm. Wafuching that we found our classmates were like, wow, you guys are here, you didn't even say anything. Doesn't that suck? <laughs> and then they're, they're right it's just there. The fun, it's just units. funny because I, I expected them to be there at the same time. I'm like, wow, you, you Americans go to McDonald's in China. <laughs> That, that is kind Don't of Don't even appreciate <laughs> What was it like with the time difference chatting to people? The here? time difference was difficult. Most of the people over here, you guys were already asleep. So when you guys would write to me, I was already getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. And I was actually, I was in the future. I was the day ahead of all of you. <laughs> so when I came back to China, I, was, I came back from the future. So how come you didn't call your parents or something and say, you know, bet on this sports game so that we could win because you knew the outcome already, I mean, right? a lot of things are restricted in China, so yeah. channels. Oh, that's why you couldn't do it? Yeah. 
That would have been nice, so, just like Back to the Future. Pretty sure any sports show, I probably would have been able to see it. I didn't really watch much TV. I spent most of my time exploring and... I mean, I wouldn't expect you to watch TV in China. I mean, some people in the dorms, they stayed in the dorms and they just stayed there all day. After a certain time. Yeah. Did you guys have an itinerary? or? We had an itinerary for the most part. We had to study Mandarin five hours a day from well, nine in the morning sure. until like one or two. And then the rest of the day was for us. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. and then the days to the major trips, like the Great Wall, Ihaiwen, the Summer Palace, they planned it for us, the Forbidden City, those they planned. On the days they didn't have anything planned for us, we would either go out ourselves and explore, or they had little activities. We had a talent show, we had Chinese knot class, calligraphy. Knot class? Like tying knots? Tying knots, Chinese knots. That's very famous over there. It's beautiful. Oh, they make like art out of it? Yeah. You were kept busy pretty much the whole time, which was great. And then big dorm parties at night? Actually, yeah. Getting drunk off of $2 beers that are like this big, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Because over there, it's cheap for us. Isn't there a, a Chinese alcohol that's so hot or no? Uh, when I was in China, I mostly had beer. And it was it's called Taoxing. But I don't really know the general, but most famous. I don't know. I guess the Chinese were found by the Europe, by the Europeans pretty quickly. By the Europe? <laughs> yeah, by the Europe. So I guess they introduced their beer and their culture. We were talking to, uh, remember Newman, David Newman? David Newman. How he was talking about beer is like the big thing over where he was at in Belgium and uh, Germany. Everybody makes beer, drinks beer, and they all know the special kinds and stuff. And you go and get hammered. Apparently, it's so cheap to get drunk in every other country except for the United States. Oh yeah, uh, reminds me. One night we actually snuck out of campus. We had a time we had to be in our dorms, mm-hmm. so we would just stay in our dorms until ten. When they and then when they finished checking, we just all leave. So we left campus and we went to a club. I would say ten minutes from the Shenyi district. It was still in the district, but it was away from because we were kind of in the countryside by the airport. So we had to go drive quite a drive, and there was a small club and. Drinks in a club there, 31, 21, which is what, like $4 over here? Five? Wow. You go to a club here in Miami, what? It's $50 for a shot or like $40? Maybe, I don't know, but that's that's, that's an exaggeration for a shot, but I know they charge yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. for it. They charge a lot of money over here. And over there, they sell you selfie sticks like candy on the streets. Quite ridiculous. I was walking and I got harassed by this Chinese man because he's like, "Selfie stick, you selfie now, ten yuan." And I was like, "Oh no, no, thank you." But ten yuan's like what, two dollars? Or not even? Not even. Throw some change at him. Get out of my. Two dollars or a dollar, something like that. And it's dirt cheap. How did the conversion kind of measure up? Would a dollar, well, let's say a dollar. With five dollars in American money, when it's translated into yuan, it's thirty yuan over there. Thirty yuan. So would thirty yuan get you five dollars worth of stuff, or would it more get you more? More than five dollars. Okay, so the goods were a lot cheaper. Over especially there. in China, you know, depending, on, especially on the market, you can't really do this when you're like in a shopping mall. Mm. But bargaining is very famous over there. You can bargain. Did you get to? Oh, all the time. That's awesome. How was it? Was it hard? No, they're very. They want to sell. Yeah. So when I was in Pearl Market, the wireless speaker, they were like three hundred yuan. I was like, no, I'm gonna pay twenty yuan for this. And I would do the technique my friend did. You know, they're pretty aggressive when they come selling. I just take the item and just give them the money, just leave it there, and just walk away. Really? And they just kind of accept it because you know they want to make money. I guess it's a good mentality to have. But bargaining is really fun. That's another experience in China that's great. 
Do you ever go to any flea markets over here? Pearl market. Oh, over here? Over here, yeah. Over here? No, I've never been. People are so terrible. It's here. probably. China's market's probably cheaper than Pearl. And then the flea oh, yeah. market over yeah, here. Yeah, of course. And people here swear that the stuff they're selling is made of gold. Uh, how much for this VHS copy of the Rugrats? Oh, that's $12, man. $12. What? I'll give you like three. No, no, man. This is limited edition. This isn't, you know, the Rugrats. Alright, bud. Have a good one. No, I remember when the, certain things in China, they would try to sell me everything and they would tell me, oh no, this is made from dragon tears, you know, the <laughs> finest in China. Or, oh no, you have to buy this. this, this is made from the finest quality ceramic used on the forbidden city wall. Like, they would just tell you many things to try and sell you. And when you went uh, a tip, when you go shopping in China, do not dress nice, mm -hmm. dress like you're a bum, because they're gonna have the mentality that you're rich and they won't bargain with you. Food service over there, no Food tipping. Serving. They Food don't tipping. really believe in tipping. You know, they love serving your, the guests. They don't really believe in tipping. That's not, that's not something they're accustomed like we are over here. It's kind of just, that's that's something I've heard about every other. It's a, they actually find it quite disrespectful actually over there. So. My friend was trying to tip her, and I was like, no, don't do that. I, I've heard that about every country, once again, except for the U.S. The only place where you're allowed to tip, really, in China, where it was, that I've noticed that was okay, was because we went to a shopping center in the Olympic Park, and that's kind of, it's very famous, and a lot of people from everywhere are very international, so. And tell me about Olympic Park, because they're going to hold the Olympics again. Again? Yeah. Oh, I don't blame them. The Olympic Park is beautiful. Olympic Park is a huge park slash square. And it has the water cube, which is where they hold all the water events, all the swimming, water polo, and then they have the stadium. And between and in front of the stadiums, they have the Olympic Park. They have a huge underground mall, which is probably three floors, four floors. Wow. Most malls in China are six floors or more. That one's a little bit, but it's Shit. even though it was four floors, it was they were huge. It was probably I didn't even. I didn't even walk, I wouldn't even say not even 10 minutes of it. I didn't get to explore much of it. That's probably better for you, you didn't spend any money. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah. They have money. an underground mall, they have... They have everything over there. Everything? Yeah, everything. Why they would have you the ever leave? <laughs> in the, wa the water cube, actually, they made a water park in there. There's a water park in there. That's awesome. It was so, they made it so big, they were like, we don't even use half of this in the Olympics. How far was it from your dorm, more or less? The Olympic Park? Yeah. Two hours. Beijing's pretty big, huh? Beijing's big. Traveling in Beijing. Beijing, Beijing, everywhere takes two hours, roughly. Two hours to an hour. And the traffic is so bad over there at around four o'clock. Is this just like Miami? No. No? No. Miami traffic doesn't even compare to Chinese traffic. Chinese traffic is so bad. You will stay in the road in the same spot for three hours, because that happened to us one night. We didn't move. We were in the same spot for three hours. I what, knocked like out. Bus or something? Yeah, we were in a bus. You fell asleep and woke up and you're in the same spot? The worst feeling ever. Um, but it's a good story you could tell people. I looked at my watch and I was like, Jesus Christ, three hours? The population is so bad over there, actually, a lot of people are restricted. You cannot drive on certain days. Really? You just have to carpool. Based on who you are? Not based on who you are, it's just with randomization, it's kind of like a lottery. You can't drive Mondays and Tuesdays, you have to carpool. Wow. Because there's so many people oh. who. You can still carpool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people have cars over there? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would figure it's something. They brought on bikes, but a lot of people bike over there. Cause... I figured the more compact, the less cars you would need. No. No? <laughs> There's still a lot of cars. That's why I had to restrict and 
You, it says it on their licenses. It says you can't, not Monday, Tuesday. So if you get pulled over, was there a lot of uh, law enforcement over there that you noticed? Actually, it's very interesting over there. Law enforcement is actually pretty scary over there. They have camera. They have big buses mm-hmm. that are around the corners, and they have cameras attached, a bunch of cameras to them, so they're watching you the whole time. Big brother. Big brother. Big Brother's already in China. <laughs> China's taking the first steps. It won't be long. We used to criticize Russia for doing that. No, China's already there. Sorry, the Soviet Union. And China's doing it now. China's doing it now. It was it was very uncomfortable for me, you know. They're enjoying, you know, a different country. And there I have random cameras watching me. You always got to close the blinds on the dorm. <laughs> no, 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 not in, not in the campus. That was out, like, in the district, shopping districts and around there. Okay, so the campus was... The campus was secluded. Pretty much. Yeah. It was by the airport. Yeah, it was by the airport and it was walled off, and it's more on the countryside, mm-hmm. not in the city. It's so it was nice. It was great. Like, have you ever seen any of those American bases in Dubai and places in the Middle East? So something like that. Yeah, something like that. Michelle just went there. Oh yeah, she's in Dubai right now. That's pretty crazy. Miss her. She was only a killing for a year, and then she went to Dubai. 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 So Jen, why don't you tell us goodbye in Chinese or a formal? Greeting of goodbye, greeting of leaving. <laughs> or you would just say Saishan. <laughs> Saishan. Saishan, and you just. Saishan from live from. <laughs>